Good morning. Good morning. Back at it again with another episode of the cast. Hope you're doing just phenomenal today. I don't know where you are, what you're doing. Maybe you're skydiving. Maybe you have another busy day at your night shift. Whatever it is, wherever you're listening, hello, hi, I hope you're doing well. Now, today, what should we discuss? What should we think about insightfully? Well, I can tell you one thing from yesterday's cast to today's cast, my mind has broken down into some primordial essence is how I'd like to put it. The sense that I've started thinking deeper on one of my manifestations, this specific person, right? Lately, what I've been experiencing is that the more I become the version of myself that I want to be, the more that I both want her, but also kind of don't want her in the sense that it's like I feel like I deserve more but then I also feel like it's more possible for me to manifest her and that's an interesting state of duality that I hadn't necessarily experienced before in past specific person manifestations and I guess you could think of it in terms of well the intent is different right for this one I want it to be the end. I don't want to manifest another specific person. I want this to be the soulmate, the life partner. So in a way, it's like connecting to the deeper, long-form aspects of reality where energy connected past, present, future knows what will be what you want, say, 100 years from now in comparison to me right here, right now, and what I perceive myself wanting in the moment. And so what I'm experiencing then is duality becoming a oneness, where the different levels of energy from the current version of myself and that inversion of myself, they're really merging right now. The more I do my practices, the more I do the activations and live from that source consciousness state the more my energy is aligning and entering a coherent resonance with the reality not necessarily the one i think i want but the one that i actually want and so what makes this interesting is that since i see there's this contradictory aspect of my current experience i've learned how to enable myself to not have this contradiction be a block in the sense that it doesn't matter to me which direction it goes in. Not matter as in it's not important as if I don't like love her or something, but matter in the sense that it's not a limiter. I'm not limited to choosing that I don't need to choose to continue going forward is the easiest way to explain it. It's the sense that what I'm manifesting is more 
myself rather than another person. And so by focusing on myself, by focusing on living from source consciousness, from that version of myself who knows that they know, who is able to see clearly, what this allows me is to know that the situation will resolve itself. That's that duality becoming that oneness experience, right? And so this enables me to manifest actually faster than what I can consciously perceive to be possible. Because what is being held energetically are two different realities being combined into a reality that I will not be able to perceive until I experience it. And because this is source consciousness that I'm doing this from, this is already a kind of experience that already presets an overwhelming worthwhileness and absolute meaning, fulfillment, satisfaction, really. It guarantees an experience that is perfect, more than perfect. And because of that, that's what has it seem very, very interesting for me to be able to pursue what's happening. Because to be able to perceive what is happening right here, right now, means that these two states of experience are almost completely aligned or already are in alignment. Because it's the thought that if they're truly in duality, I wouldn't have been able to perceive that there is a separation in desires at all in the first place. You can only see a separation in desires when you can see if there's something greater that you would want, or if you could see that one's more favorable than the other. That's the only way you can see, oh, I desire this and I desire that, knowing what that difference is. And so, what seems to be then happening is that this is that experience of the post-perceptional realization. What that means is that right now, right here, in this present moment, the final outcome isn't just about to manifest, it is manifesting, like it's, it's happening already. And the reason I know it's happening already is because I'm able to live in the source state. This is always how all of my manifestations have occurred. In the sense that I'm aware that there's things I want, but neither of them really affect me too much. They don't affect me too much because I'm already living in a state where they already feel as if that outcome's true. That's why it doesn't worry me. It's, I already know that I have what I want, right? And it's when that's natural, when that's my baseline state, like where it is right now, how it doesn't affect me, that always means that it's happening. Because 
your internal state and your internal state, external state, aren't separate. There's a notion of manifestation that's like, uh, uh, what is it? Delay the manifestation, like the mirror effect, where it's like your internal reality goes faster than your external reality. That would make sense if you're thinking of energy as these two things where one's going faster, one's going slower, the slower one's your external reality, the faster one's your internal reality, right? But that's forgetting the macro experience of energy where it's all connected. If it's all connected at the foundation, your internal state is your external state. It's not an if then that, it's if is that. So the internal state of knowingness means that I'm having the experience now. And the experience happening now means that really the only step is the realization now. And realization is the step beyond creation. Realization is really the step where you experience the manifestation, right? So it's not even the waiting period either. I would say in this situation, what I recommend my clients to do is to now go beyond. Because when you go beyond, when you kind of act as if it already occurred, basically taking those actions, taking those steps, making those movements, this allows you to go to the energy above them. And when it happens, when you experience realization, it naturally flows in because it already is, right? So in this situation, what I really, really enjoy is that I'm already doing that. Not consciously. I didn't plan out what to do. I didn't think, oh, if I have XYZ person, then I should take YWZ action. No, 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 no. I've built this in already into the system itself. It's automatic. Every step I take is the perfect reflection. And that's very, very intriguing to me. How you can allow yourself to enter such a state where it's almost like you pre-programmed your character to take the correct action. And so what you're doing isn't even really moving in the character, it's watching the character already take those perfect steps. You're watching yourself already do everything perfectly. From the knowingness that you did so. And it's very interesting because it's, it doesn't feel like a duality type of experience. It doesn't feel like the observer where you're aware of yourself being aware it's more oneness than that. If I have to put it in words, it would probably feel like an experience that is beyond the observer, but closer to the character. In the sense that it's like a combination 
between, ah, I know how to put this. This is how I put it. Think of chess, right? You have your chess board, your chess pieces. If the character, the version of yourself taking action, doing things is a chess piece and the observer is the chess player, as in the one who's moving those chess pieces, kind of aware of the action they're going to take and whatnot, and what would happen to them. Then this is more like operating from the one who built the chess board. Like the one who made chess. In the sense that you're beyond the game. But in a way that you're almost in the game. So it's the sense that you gain more enjoyment from the actions of the experiences of the chess pieces and the chess players more than those who are taking the action. From this almost perspective as if you're away from the game. So it's like you're watching them play chess but gaining more satisfaction than even the player. That's not something I've ever even perceived before. Like I thought of the dynamics of reality in like a chess game from like different levels of perception, but not that one before. I think that's what makes reality very interesting. Because some perceptions aren't able to be perceived until you have a resonant experience. And that means that you're able to create experiences beyond your perception. Because if you're always creating a reality, you're always experiencing from those creations, but you're always being led to new forms of perception, you're creating a reality that allows you to perceive more than what you previously perceived when you created it. So this is an infinite game that doesn't need to have an end because it's, this would be a fractal. And I mean, the science shows that, but it's, it's just, it's kind of trippy when you start to experience it. When you start to experience reality, learning from itself, and just becoming more, and experiencing that moreness as like a, whoa, it just only ever becomes more. That's kind of sick, honestly, like no cap. So then living from that experience, living in that type of reality, it means the energy that you reflect as your source state, your baseline state, determines how you would contextually perceive it. It's that even if you have a perception, 
the context around that perception is going to be based on the energy you're living from. And so for me, if I live from the energy of source consciousness, say this state where it's like, I've won the game. I know every action I take is the correct one. I know everything I do is going to be worthwhile. Then that's the context of everything I perceive. So when I perceive something, it always affirms that to a greater degree to a new perception. And that is transcendence. That is that ability to become more. And so it's at this point that I think there really isn't a limit to experience. Like it's not necessary to stop having a human experience. There isn't a logical point in which it should like become less meaningful. Like you can't experience everything because there's always more everything. So then you should be able to theoretically live forever because there aren't any constraints that mean you've hit your limit of experience. You can go to a different game now. Like you should technically be able to play this game forever. So why not? Yeah. Six. Sticks. This is a good song, by the way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's interesting. Perceiving the different levels of reality, realizing your own interactions, how you're either the source, the observer, the operating principle of your own personal reality. The interactions and the implications of such an experience and what that leads to it's very interesting and so it's for reasons like this that i'm like wow i don't even need to think about my manifestations if that's how this game works and that's how i'm perceiving wouldn't it just always be what I want? Yeah. And so that's the key. When you come back to that awareness that it can always be what you want, and then you can live from that awareness, that's what you experience. That's how you manifest. Living from the awareness that reality can always be what you want that it already is what you want. If you can hold that, life is perfect. And with that, we shall end today's episode on the thoughts on the nature of reality.